G'day and welcome to episode 10, double digits, Donny, of season three of the Giddy Up podcast. My name is JT and of course I'm always joined by the, the very talented Mr. Donny Elgin. Don, welcome. Oh, mate, I don't know how I've done it tonight. I've literally, I'm going to say I ran off the, the football training track, but mate, I didn't run when I was on there, let alone running when I was getting <laughs> off. I look like a shot dog and I feel like one now. I'm bloody wounded, JT. I just, you know, when you try and just keep the ball in front and hold onto it and then you fall over because you're a dickhead. I did a bit of that action tonight. Uh, so anyway, you've probably never experienced that. I was going to say, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Football training and all that stuff. What? Yeah. Um, but the good <laughs> news is, Donnie, for, for our wonderful listeners who are joining us on this show or listening on a podcast is that you're sitting down, so you'll be fine. Oh, JT, I couldn't be happier. I tell you what, most days when I sit down, I think I should stand up more. Today, I think I'll be lucky to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> well, strap yourself in like our listeners to listen to this one because we've got a big show. We've got lots of stuff coming up as we always do. We're going to try and stick to that one hour sort of rough uh, mark tonight. We've got a lot of stuff to bring you. Uh, we are getting a live cross with uh, Mick Duffy again from the Yarra Valley. Big Cat Beer Company because he's got a great prize to give away. I know, but he's got a great prize. Oh. We asked our listeners a few weeks back, Donnie, we said if you've got some great stories about, you know, getting into places that you probably shouldn't have got to, send us in your stories. Mick's going to select the winner and they're going to get a nice prize. Tell us about being elusive, JT. That's right. And I'll tell you what, if anyone's going to know some stories about being elusive, it'll be our man Mick. So I've uh, I've been to a couple of places where I go, yeah, that's done pretty well there, but I'm looking forward to tonight's winner. That'll be great. No, it should be and good. Of course, and- JT. How are we gone? Have we uh, have we also managed to uh, track down our regulars, the Money Whisperer? Well, it's funny you ask. We uh, we do have a, a recording from Money Whisperer. He's got some news. Uh, of course, a big budget just came out, um, so we've got some news on the budget. And uh, Nant is joining us tonight, not live. We've got a recording from Nant. Uh, and get your pen and paper ready is all I'm going to say for that segment. So uh, lots okay. lining up. Now, of course, a lot of listeners, uh, if you're listening to this live, you're probably saying, hey, you guys always give away some really good prizes because you've got trading. And dot com if you sponsor no, they don't really say that um, really don't say it um, but uh, we do have another hundred dollar uh, uh, voucher to give away from tradie.com and dot au and uh spiro won that last week mate or last spiro. podcast and i'll tell you what he sto- he turned up at my house i tell him i can just email the voucher out to you he camped out the front of my house <laughs> anyway he got his voucher he's gone now spiro cleans up again well done spiro and uh well tonight if you want to get the prize tonight this is really simple. We can't make it any easier. I've given Donnie the challenge to come up with the word legless. Simple as that. When you hear the word legless come out of uh, Donnie's mouth, all you have to do is just type in legless in the comments and you will go into the draw that we will be drawing live at the end of this episode to win that $100 tradie.com voucher. It's as simple as that, Donnie doesn't get any easier than that mate i can certainly do it um and i can actually you know do that and say that so i'm very much looking forward to i won't say it now but i am very much looking forward to uh you know dropping that in at some stage very well inconspicuously Mm, there we go so listen carefully it will be coming out at some point the word legless uh now we're going to get straight into tonight's show we've got lots of stuff to get through to you so we're going to get straight into we're going to throw this one at donnie straight away for the first segment Once upon a time. Oh, JT, what have we got going on there, JT? Have you 
<laughs> Did you push record, JT, or we got your porn sites? And what's going on? No, no, we're, we're, we're recording. We're all good. No, no issues an hour in. <laughs> Excellent. Good work. This. I'll tell you what, anytime we don't have technical difficulties, we're not actually running our show. So, right, once upon a time, JT, I'm going to hit you with... Uh, with some dates, these dates, things happened, and I sort of took it like within sort of this week. So May 17, JT, in the year 2000, I know you're a TV connoisseur, you sit in front of it, you devour all the soapy shit. I couldn't give a stuff about it. So you will know this date, JT, and it was the 17th of May 2000, and that was when the final episode, JT, of Beverly Hills 90210. Now, I know that's one of your favourite shows back then. You had a haircut just like that. <laughs> Got to say, Donnie, never watched Beverly Hills 90210. Very good, um, JT. Yes, they had logos and text. <laughs> and now, JT, here we go. Another one. May 16, 1985. 85. This is something that concerns us all, JT. Ooh, ooh, okay. This was when the announcement that there was a hole in the ozone layer. It was announced on May 16, 1985. Mm. And it's, um, yeah, I'll tell you what, and word on the street, JT, is it's getting a bit bigger. And, um, and I reckon if we don't change our ways, we're screwed. Anyway, that's the unscientific term for so how... So add a little bit of science to the background of that, Donnie. Did you know that in, in 2019, so only a couple of years ago, the whole over Antarctic, it actually shrunk to its smallest ever. So we've been talking up this big devastation of the ozone layer. Okay. It actually shrunk uh, in 2019. However, over the last couple of years, it's actually now opened up again. They think because of um, some of the, the cold temperatures and the strong winds, etc., that it's opened back up again. So clearly nature has a big part in the size of the whole. Obviously, there's a bit of man-made contribution in there as well. So, JT, are you telling me that the hole in the ozone layer got COVID? <laughs> no. Like was affected by COVID. <laughs> no comment. Like no, no comment. What else JT? happened, Donnie? <laughs> right. Um, right, JT, how's this? Right. Let's say you're a you're a little struggling business and you go out to the punters yep. and you put on you put a company offering out there and you say, right, we need to raise some money. We're going to have a public offering. Oh, that's a good idea. Guess yep. which company JT did it on the 18th of May 2012. 2012, nine nine years ago. I have no Is it idea. American company. I? No idea. Don't well, I tell you what. We've sort of loved them and hated them. I'm going to give you a little tip. It's Facebook. Facebook. They. Uh, come out, JT, and they said, right, we're doing a public listing. We need to round up some cash. Guess how much they raised, JT? Probably would have raised a few bucks on tipping back then. Uh, hit me. Try $16 billion. Yeah, it's a few bucks. Yep. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, seriously, I don't know why you go back to work the next day. When you just grab that cash and head to Vegas. No, good on him. And buy Vegas. Good on him. Anyway, mate, here's another one. May 18. May 18 was a big day for stuff. In mm. twenty uh, in the year 2001, mm. I'm going to drop some names. I'm going to drop some names and see if you know what they were doing. Mark. Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, Mike Myers. All they were actors. Getting professional results. All, all actors. They <laughs> How'd I go? They were actually in a comedy movie, JT, called Shrek. What they a, provided the voices. What a great movie. Or movies, I should say. It that. was... It was a cracker. And it is, absolutely. And it became the first movie to win an Academy Award for the Best Animated Feature, JT. How bloody good is that? Wow, you have done your research, Donnie. This is impressive. I'm not finished there, JT. I've got You're one not. more for you. Surely not. <laughs> Zuckerberg. He's, is that our man Zuckerberg going to have what? a cracker? Anyway, um, Decibel, JT. Mm-hmm. 
What's that for? What's this spell? Uh, sound. Yeah, measuring sound. Measuring sound. Yeah. How about this tiny little unknown fact to most people? Mm-hmm. A decibel is, amongst other things, a unit for measuring intensity of sound. The higher the decibel rating, the louder something is. Did you know this bit, JT? The bell in decibel comes from Alexander Graham Bell. I did not the know that. The inventor who invented... What did he invent, JT? I'm reading the script here. The The telephone. telephone. Well done, (laughs) JT. My old man used to drive that into us. We had to ring any time we got somewhere, and he goes, Alexander Graham Bell invented it. You bloody use it. So, anyway, I knew a little bit about Alexander in the old days. And I feel like um, you're, trying to, is, you're trying to crash into my geek segment, I feel. Just piss off. No, no, that's it. I just wanted to go back in history. The geek stuff's all yours. Right, that's go. it, JT. That's our once upon a time. Well done, Donnie. Weird, wonderful, and wacky. Uh, Donnie, the weird, wonderful and wacky segment is where we try and bring people stuff that's just a little bit weird from around the world. And I'm probably going to get in some trouble for this one, but I'm going with it. Oh, I like it when you push the boundaries, <sighs> JT. I like it a lot. This may not go down well and we'll probably get reported somewhere for it. But it's weird. And it, we have a duty of care to our listeners, Donnie. When we say we're going to bring in the weird stuff, we have to bring it. And sometimes we do that going, there could be True repercussions, story. but I'm bringing it. Donnie, we know obviously COVID has been a big issue around the globe. And our very dear friends over in India are clearly doing it pretty tough at the moment. Um, lots of deaths. We're trying to get Aussies back, etc. Politically, bit of a nightmare. But you know, politics aside, it's been a horrific health crisis for everyone over in India. So I by no means want to make light of this segment. So I'm just, I'm just getting warming up, Donny. Well, people in India, Donny, you know. Over in, in India, the cow is very sacred, Donnie. JT, I am copping a fair bit of um, bloody noise that I'm stuffed if I know where it's coming uh, from. It's, is that you? Nah, not us. Not us, mate. We are clear as clear as a bell here. <laughs> you, you, Carry on, son. You, you work I'm going to punch tech. it in and go the old-fashioned <laughs> way. Ah, you work out your tech while I explain this to uh, everyone. I'll just zoom out so you don't have to look so close to my head there. Um, so in India, the cow is very sacred. I know this. I've been there and literally cows just walk down the freeway and the cows just go around them. It's, it's kind of bizarre. But they've come up with this theory over in India that, uh, well, if you smear yourselves in cow poo, there we go, I said it. If you smear yourself in cow poo, that will ward off covid Yep, that's correct. Um, here's some photos if you don't believe me. Um, now, medical if- officials, of course, have come out and said there's no scientific evidence behind the practice. In fact, it could actually <laughs> spread other diseases. Um, no, bullshit, JT. That works. Keep doing it. That's <laughs> funny as... <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. So basically what they do is they get the, the poo and the urine mixture in their bodies, they put it all over themselves and then they hug and honour the cows at the shelter and they practice their yoga to boost energies. Now, they don't just leave it on there, they do wash it off with milk or buttermilk. But clearly, Donnie, this is the weird, wonderful and wacky segment and, well, I've got to tell you, uh, that was uh, weird for sure. Well, if you didn't show that, JT, I'm not bloody sure that I would have believed it. But that's, uh, yeah, there's some weird shit going on in the world. But, hey, good luck to anyone who thinks they've got themselves a cure. I say go for it. <laughs> Keep trying to do it. Got to try new and, things, uh, right? Now, know, uh, if none of them get COVID, it's winning. Now, Donny, I know uh, in Tasmania, you, you know, you have a crack and, well, you're bound to win it eventually, you keep telling me. And uh, yeah. i got to say, I came close uh, last week. I, I think I Did got, you? I think I got... F- 
four numbers in the Powerball or five in the Powerball. Um, only problem was I may not have put my ticket on. Uh, may have forgotten. Oh. <laughs> may not have forgotten. Probably cost me a little bit of money. But that is nothing compared to this lady in the US, Don, who had a ticket, uh, a lotto ticket. And yeah. it was a lotto ticket worth $18 million. That's right, $18 million US. So that's about $3,000 million trillion Australian at the moment. Um, yeah. Now, she purchased it and uh, she had 180 days to, climb her, to claim her prize. Unfortunately, she couldn't quite find the ticket. And she uh, put in a claim on the last day and said, uh, I, I genuinely bought this ticket. And they actually had CCT footage of her coming into the shop and buying the winning ticket. However, so, they still gone. would not give it to her because the law over there is that you must have the uh, ticket or at least a photo of the front and the back of the ticket in case you've lost it. And so claim denied, 18 million bucks. Sorry, can't have it. Stiff shit, you lost your ticket, you dumbass. Ouch. If you're going to buy a ticket, JT, you got to not lose a sucker. That yeah. is unbelievable. But let's be honest, anyone could have just bloody said, oh, you got to be a CC footage of me, you know, buying a well, ticket. Well, that, that's right, but she had it. Yeah. Apparently she'd been a regular buying a ticket and, you know, bad luck. So anyway, speaking of uh, interesting stuff, Donnie, uh, Australia, 111-year-old man just had his 111th birthday in Australian. And, uh, well, he's got a bit of a secret. I think he plays in my footy team. <laughs> Funny, that. We've got a story on that next week. But, uh, um, no, he's, uh, he actually came out and uh, he's revealed the, the secret to his long life. This is Dexter Kruger celebrating his 111th uh, uh, years, 124 days, actually, since he turned 111. So that makes him the oldest Australian man ever um, at 111, still looking in good shape. And uh, Oh, well, well, I mean, well, I'm not sure he's going to get up I reckon he's doing all right. But you, know, you sort of go, well, geez, you know, of course media want to go, well, what's your secret to long life? And everyone says, oh, yeah, I have yeah. laughter and have a bit of a drink every now and then and good sex and all those usual stuff we hear. What did he say? No, no, not uh, not old Dexter. He's come out with something a bit random, I thought. He said, you know what? Oh, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if Nant, our uh, health and wellness expert, is going to quite agree with this one either. But he's come out and said <laughs> his secret there is, Donnie, uh, eating lamb's brains. Oh. <laughs> I reckon he would have gone through a few lambs in his time, JT. 111. Gross. 111. Gross. Um, but, yeah, eating a lamb's braise, he claims, is the secret behind it. So if you're interested in long life and you want to follow uh, a good Dexter's advice, get yourself some uh, lamb brains. Uh, what could uh, go wrong? I reckon wrap it in bacon, JT, and you can't go wrong. Oh, disgusting. Balance. Um, and, uh, yeah, breaking news, uh, Nancy said no. <laughs> who, would have, who would have thought? Uh, now, Evan uh, did just chime in and said uh, that lady lost the ticket did actually find it a few days late. Um, but again, mm. uh, unfortunately, bad luck because the 180 days has lapsed. So I reckon that'll see a court case. It's the US, of course. Oh, so, it's got to. Yeah, no, no and doubt. You'd, be, you'd take the case, wouldn't you, and say no win, no pay. Like, And if they win, <sighs> it's going to be a big pay. For that well, that's, that's exactly right. Now, I've got to also give uh, credit here to Evan because I love that our listeners don't let us get away with anything because – He's actually right. The guy said chicken brains, uh, not lamb's brains. Chicken brains was the secret to his success. And when I was looking up images, I couldn't find it, so I just went with lamb and forgot all about it. So. <laughs> none of us are bloody brains experts. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. So good pickup, Ev. Uh, well done. And now the last thing I want to bring to your attention is we've been talking about this forever, ever since Terminator came out, and you get scared about robots. They're going to turn on us one day, Donnie. We know it. Well, it's happened. Oh. 
It is take all our jobs. Yeah, well, it's, it's happened. It's actually happened uh, in South well, Korea. Um, now, Donnie, you know, you probably, you may even have one yourself. You love your gadgets as much as I do. You know, they've got these oh, vacuum yeah. cleaners now that um, you just rem- remote control. You just let them go and they go oh, around the yes. house and do all the vacuuming yes. for you. Yeah, they bump a wall and off they go. Uh, off, they, off they go, yeah. yeah. Well, one lady, she, South Korean woman, she she thought time to do a bit of house cleaning and, uh, you know, set up the robot. Off she went and did a bit of cleaning. And as you do, you get a little bit tired, so take a little bit of a nap, of course. So she had a bit of a lie down on the uh, on the carpet. And, uh, well, uh-huh. little robot decided now is its chance to seize Donnie. <laughs> the robot has <laughs> come over and it is try. It's actually got her hair in the device and the woman was trapped. She could not escape. She's woke up um, from this hair entangled in this machine and she had to call the fire department to come and rescue her. So uh, this is without a word of a lie. Um, and, oh. of course, here's a photo if you're watching this. Uh, bad luck if you're listening to the podcast. But true, a true story, <laughs> it actually happened. So uh, don't say we haven't warned you that the robots are on their way. JT, that wasn't even a smart robot. That was a dipshit dumb woman who lies down and has a sleep on the carpet when a vacuum cleaner's doing its job. Donnie, sometimes nah, you just get tired in. and you've got to have a little bit of a Not nap. That tired, suffer, suffering oh, a job. Geez, like, yeah. like, seriously, the only reason I get that tired is if I had a real big belly full of beer. Is there any way we can make that happen, JT? Well, if only we could speak to someone who actually sold beer, Donnie, because he was, if anyone could, he would be the man who could make it happen. So, you know what? Why don't we just try? Right, let's just go to a bit of a live cross to <laughs> the great in. man, Mick Duffy. Here we go. G'day, Mick. Oh. Hey. <laughs> JT, Tom, how are you guys? Mate, we're oh, always better for talking to you because we get to talk all things beer and awesome stories. So what have you got for us tonight? Well, JT, over the last few weeks we've um, we've run our competitions that line up with our beers. So we've had our mm. mysterious stories with our mysterious ale, legendary family stories for our legendary lager giveaway. And last uh, last episode we wanted um, viewers and, and listeners to write in and tell us about uh, the competition for our elusive stout. So how they'd elusively managed to get their way into somewhere where they uh, where they probably shouldn't have been. Mm. Um, Inspired by yes. inspired by Don getting uh into the um Olympic Village. The Olympic Village oh yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> So how do we go, Mick? You would have got your inbox smashed. So what have what have we come up with? Yeah, mate, we we had a few coming through and again I had the uh, I had the job of uh, of, of determining the winner. Um, I've got to give a couple of shout outs here. I do have to make a couple of mentions and I'm even gonna give these guys a a four pack. We've got the the, the prizes of a slab of a, a elusive stout. Uh, um, Four pack. I, I couldn't split these, but um, we had uh, Andy Dixon ride in, uh, and um, he was in Rome um, with a, a few of his mates after a few drinks, and uh, they decided to jump the fence at the Colosseum and uh, <laughs> and get in at the Colosseum after close and run around like gladiators for about an hour before they uh, before awesome. they made their way back over the fence. Oh, sensational! So, Were they from Australia, those fellows, Mick? <laughs> you guessed it, mate. They were, yeah. yeah more Aussie larrikins <laughs> running around the Coliseum. Yeah, they wouldn't be the first or lovely. last. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, another one, another four-pack here. This is for Peter Adrian, who back, this is back in the 80s, uh, the story goes. He, he dressed his kids up in their Cubs uniform, got to a 
uh, AFL or VFL back then grand final at the MCG, told the security guard at the front that his kids were involved in the pre-game entertainment in their Cubs uniform and made <laughs> their way into the ground. So brilliant, good, uh, good brilliant. Oh, that the kids is there. gold. Yep, we like Jeez, that one. I'll tell you what, the, Jeez, the, the winner must be good. Be good. That's right, because they're too crazy. Yeah, that's, that's well, impressive. Yeah, what I liked about the winner, JT. <laughs> what was that, Doc? I said, I'm just going to go and have some more kids, mate. I love the sound of that. I should have done that with Floyd. Donnie, it could be a while before the Hawks are in the grand final, so no hurry. Oi, oi, move along, Mick. Go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, the winner look, the, the winner of the, the case of Elusive Stout, um, this one goes to a gentleman by the name of James Gibbons who wrote in. Uh, and what I liked about this one, JT, it did take a bit to top those last two, but I, I liked the, the, the sort of thinking that went behind it and the courage of some some – youngsters that did that. Now, he's, he's written an email. I'll summarise it quickly here f- uh, for us. But essentially, the story goes that it was um, their school formal that week uh, and they'd, um, their mums had got their, their tuxedos organised for the, the school formal. Uh, this is in year 11, so they 16, back in 1996, had the bright idea that um, they'd get those um, tuxedos the day before the formal, make their way into the city um, on, a, on a school day, decided not to go into school that day, put their school uniforms in a locker in... Um, Spencer Street Station it was at the time, and um, put their tuxes on in their penguin suits and strut into the Crown Casino, which was at the old World Trade Centre at that time. So they elusively and confidently strolled into the Crown Casino, spent the day drinking and playing a bit of roulette, won $200, came back to the the station, put their their school uniform back on, put their tuxedos back on and and made their way home for the the formal the next day in the same tux. So impressive stuff, I thought. So that's that's the winner. Congratulations, James Gibbons. Yep. Well worthy. The steal right there, (laughs) Nick. That is sensational. Yeah, well deserved that one. That's a bloody great story, isn't it? Um, All right, yeah, no, deserved the winner. So what are they? What are they won, Mick? What what prize are we sending their way? Uh, yeah, so they've, um, we've got our elusive stout. Uh, so this is a, a one I sort of mentioned in the last episode. It's um, it's one that's good when the weather turns cold, just like it uh, just like it's starting to do now. So that's that one next to the sour and the IPA Ooh. up on the screen there. Ooh, uh, so it's a there. good job. Mm. And um, and also JT and Donnie for for all the listeners and and viewers. Um, We've, uh, we've got for the for the next couple of weeks, um, if they go onto our site, order any case uh, and type in Giddy Up as they check out, they'll get 10% off. And until the uh, till the end of May, they'll also get themselves a, a free set of Big Cat glasses and a bottle opener when they do that as well. So um, Just for going yeah, to your we'll, site and typing in Giddy Up, Mick. That's right, mate. A check out, and Giddy Up, get your 10% off and uh, some free stuff. Bloody oh. awesome. Well, there you Get go, guys. Yeah, um, Valley this, Big Cat. This is That's why you tune awesome. in. You can get this. is bloody fantastic prizes. So uh, thanks, Mick, and all the guys down at uh, Yarra Valley Big Cat. We uh, very much appreciate it. Uh, we look forward to uh, – well, we'll catch up with you again, I'm sure, for some uh, next uh, – we'll come up with another great idea for some stories, I reckon. Hey, uh, hey yeah. Mick, how, how many times – like, is it just an email address that we need to put in when we're buying? Like, I, I get the feeling I might be – Spending a bit of time on your website <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you put it in. I think you can. Oh, I don't think we've actually put that in the back end of it, uh, Donnie. Good point, mate. Excellent. You can jump you in bloody you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff, Mick. Thanks, you're a bloody cracking sponsor. Love your work. Good job. Good on you, Mick. We'll catch you, uh, catch you next week. Always good. Thanks, boys. All right. See, See you later. later. Thanks, Bye. Mick. How's that bloody tuxedo, JP? Dickhead of the week. You suck. 
Oh, now, JT, I was charged with the uh, the job of rounding up the dickhead of the week. Now, we've been banging on and telling our loyal listeners to get on the crypto. And we've told them which coins to follow and stuff like that. Then Elon bloody Musk comes out and he just... Like, seriously, I know you love him, JT. You love him and he's mentioned the Dogecoin, but I'm calling him the dickhead of the Oof. week. Um yeah, I know it's harsh, but it's bloody fair because our coins have taken a nosedive, JT. Um, and so much so, JT, that our uh, Elon come out and he said, buddy, um, right, Tesla, we're no longer taking Bitcoin. And he went on the Saturday Night Live show and just basically took the piss. And, and you know, when someone's got, what's he got, about 50 million followers, JT? It's nah. something stupid. Mm. A slightly more than us, I think, yep. Yeah, couple, couple. It's neck and neck, I think. But anyway, when someone with that much influence just pisses their influence up the wall, I reckon he's a dickhead. So, mate, you might want to put some clarity around this, but I just think uh, I can get stuff. No, completely agree. Complete dickhead uh, <laughs> using his uh, using his uh, influence, no doubt, to to influence the market. And uh, you know, the the reality is, uh, you know, a lot of people are on the Elon uh, bandwagon, but there's actually now he's really got a lot of people going against him because so many people, as mm-hmm. we've been talking about, have invested in crypto. And uh, you know, the plummet literally Bitcoin's down about thirty eight percent since some of this stuff's been happening, and so it's absolutely been smashed. And uh, you know, to put that in perspective, like the graph here, I'll just put this. This is today's price. So we're talking literally uh, only uh, a week ago. Um, you're seeing Bitcoin there at around seventy-five thousand Australian dollars, and as of tonight, just before the show, it had dropped down to fifty-one thousand dollars. So that's just in Bitcoin. Unfortunately, when Bitcoin goes, so do pretty much all the other coins. So the whole market is down around 30 percent at the moment. So it's a huge hit. Um, so if you're investing in uh, in crypto, then yeah, ouch, you're, you're certainly feeling it at the moment. But you know that is crypto. It uh, it is also a great time to pick up a bargain. So everything's about 30% off at the moment. So if you're looking to get in uh, and you're backing the fact that crypto is going to keep going, then it's a perfect time to buy. You're never going to see these prices again. Uh, but the other thing that was influencing the market in crypto was uh, yesterday or overnight, China came out and have banned crypto in China for purchases. Um, you can still hold crypto. Um, however, they are not going to allow any cryptocurrency uh, to be used for purchasing. Um, now, of course, that's hopefully where currency, digital currency was going. Uh, this is not really surprising given the uh, Chinese government locked down everything else for their citizens. So not really a big surprise, but they have come out and, and actually formally now said it. So the market's reacted to that as well. So it's had a couple of big hits uh, on the market. So it'll be interesting to see how it all responds. And JT, can we just pass on now? We're not the financial whisperer. We've got him coming on later. But seriously, you do not lose your money unless you sell. So if you've taken a bit of a hit, mm-hmm. don't panic. Just close your app, walk away, and we'll buddy ride this out. It's just a little storm. And uh, yeah, but if you panic now and sell, then you lose your money. That's exactly so, right. Uh, so it's like shares. Um, you only lose when you sell. So my advice to anyone who's holding crypto, don't panic. Uh, all good. Uh, hang on to your coins. Buy some more if you can when they're cheap. Uh, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> go shopping tonight. Yeah, what could, right. Excellent, well, what JT. Could, what could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> you bloody ripper. Uh, Donnie, this is uh, uh, a section that I think from memory I've just sadly handed the reins over to you, so anything could happen. Yes. Excellent decision, JT. I've got to tell you, it is, uh, it is something that I, I think I'm excited about. Uh, and the reason I think I'm excited about this is because – the story is of Henry 
McCollum and Leon Brown. And the reason those names are important is because they have done what very few people have ever done, and that is being accused of a terrible crime, a rape and murder of an 11-year-old. And it was when they were quite young and they were sent to, they were 19 and uh, I think uh, 15, they were sent to, on, to death, to death row in America. It is not the great. longest, no, not ideal. Um, and both the fellows have said, no, 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 it, it wasn't us. And fortunately, back then there wasn't any DNA testing and, the, and unfortunately they were, uh, they were whacked with this penalty. And they served the longest sentence in the history of, uh, of death row. So the longest time anyone spent on it, which was 31 years. And, the, um, and the, it went back to, to trial, back to the jury. And thanks to DNA evidence, um, it, after, in 2014, it pointed to a convicted murderer that exonerated them. So they were in the clear. And then what I like about this, JT, is these blokes, I mean, you can't take and give back someone's life what's been taken, but fortunately their life wasn't taken. But how good is this? They were awarded, thanks to a jury who says, no, we've got to right the wrong, they were awarded a million bucks per year that they spent in jail. So come away with 96 million in damages after being wrongfully sent to death row. JT, I just hats off because when shit goes down, how nice is it when wrongs are righted? And uh, that is the, a classic example of a, uh, a wrong being written. And, uh, and I, of course I said 96 mil, that's Australian bucks. And, uh, Obviously, in the states, it's, uh, it's seventy-five mil, but I don't think they're going to, uh, you know, complain with the fact. But how good is it? they got their freedom? And uh, interestingly, they said, you know what? Unfortunately, there's still innocent, too many innocent people still in jail. So, uh, mate. Hell of a uh, hell of a story, JT. It's a great story, and uh, you know, as you said, like, thankfully that they, they didn't end up paying the ultimate price, which has happened plenty of times uh, in the states when people have uh, been put to death for something that they didn't do, only to be exonerated later on. When, uh, as you said, medical science, DNA testing, etc., has, has been able to exonerate them. So, um, but for these guys, look fantastic. You got you know seventy five mil US to uh, to play with. You're never going to want for money for the rest of your life, but they've effectively lost thirty years of their They're life off. that no amount of money will ever get back, and. Uh, you know, that's that, you just don't know if any amount of money would ever compensate that. But, JT, if someone dropped 75 large in my letterbox, I'm pretty sure. I could do something pretty funny exciting with it. Well, I reckon you would. But, um, <laughs> but the question, Donnie, is would if you had a choice, if you, you know, if you were 20 years old and someone came yep. to you and said, Hey, mate, um, I'm just going to frame you for this thing and uh, you're going to spend 30 years in the clink, but tell you what, I guarantee you in 30 years' time when you're out. We'll give you 75 mil. Would you take it? No, not a hope in hell, JT. Like there's nothing, and this is what people don't understand, uh, is you cannot value anything more than your freedom. And it's not until your freedom's taken away, whether it's through injury or, or you know, for doing the wrong thing, that you you really realise what you've just given away. And it's not just that. It's the opportunity to, you know, 20 years of age, have kids, have a family, grow up, all that stuff. You know, that that horse is bolted. So not a hope in hell, mate. They can uh, they can certainly, I hope they make the most of their cash, but no, nah, I wouldn't want it in a lifetime. Absolutely, mate. Couldn't agree more. And, uh, you know, you think about your own life and what you've achieved in, in 30 years, not a hope in hell would I want to miss out on any of that, the highs and the lows. No. Um, mm. So, you know, a horrible situation for the guys. Uh, you know, yes, a bit of money is going to make their life a bit easier, but let's just hope that the, uh, the legal system uh, doesn't make those sorts of mistakes again. 
Uh, Donnie, I do like trying to keep our uh, our fun, fantastic audience up to date with some of the latest geek and science news, and some of that's been quite serious. We've we've covered some very serious topics, but well, Donnie, you, you know you've been to my house many many a time, and you, you oops, Siri's talking to me, and uh, you know that I, I'm very fond of levitating stuff. Got a you know, oh, yeah, got a levitating clock, levitating like, light bulbs, levitating in. everything. Right, love it. Yes, I love yes, it. You do, and and you don't get enough of it either, JT. Like I'm big into lights and bubbles and smoke machines and shit, but you actually like things to hover. I just find it fascinating. I find the technology fascinating. You can have just something, you know, hovering and you can put your hand underneath it. Nothing's touching it and it's just hovering. Amazing. And um, so with that said, Donnie, um, this is something – I know you're a big fan of some some interesting food every now and then, but let's face yeah. it, growing up, it would not never happen now under the guidance of our wonderful uh, Nat Nissen. But uh, oh, no. back in the day, Donnie, you'd go to the footy and you'd go, you know what, give us a hot dog any day. Hot dog, hot dog and cheese, bit week, of sauce, oh. a bun down hot- goes i never really went for the cheese jt just a hot no dog cheese just a hot me. dog nah, nah, well fantastic well i want to share with uh with our listeners some some incredible new technology and sometimes with things donnie you don't know you want it until you see it you never would have thought you wanted it but then you see it and you go i cannot imagine my life without it you've talked hot dogs you've talked footy you've talked levitating in a stable state have a look at this donnie we'll turn on the heat oops i'll turn the uh the... right let's see if we get the right sound not serious Look at this. Look at this. What's going on here, JT? That, my friend, for those who are listening and can't actually watch this um, right now, I've got, I've got wrong Talk graphics all it. over it. Um, but what you're seeing here is a levitating hot dog. <laughs> and he's about to turn the coils on so you can cook your levitating hot dog. Oh, no! There you go. It is, it is doing it right now. Have a look at that. The hot dog is... Uh, JT, I, I don't know about <laughs> you, but what I'm really enjoying when I watch this is how much fun he's having doing this because that's what... You want to be happy when you invent some cool shit like this, and he's pretty happy about that. So are we. Oh, like, that is awesome. How could you not be happy about that? It is bloody fantastic. So he's... he's oh. <laughs> yeah, that was all. That's cool. all you kind that's of, how you know when it's he, cool. he kind of dropped it there. So, um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, what do you reckon, Donnie? You'd be keen for, keen for one? You know what? I reckon the closest I'm going to get to that is shoving a soldering iron up the guts of it and just turning it on for <laughs> half an hour. That's about my IQ when it comes to shit like that. Yeah. No, I'll I was... get my neighbour, your mum, mate. He'll help me make one. Yeah. What about you, JT? Have you ordered one yet? How many have you ordered? Uh, I haven't quite ordered one just yet, but uh, I'll tell you what, I could have a crack at one or something. No, that is just ridiculous. But you know what? How cool is it? It just shows you that everything is starting to get levitated, Don. So look out in a few years. My, my whole house could be levitating. If there's one thing that wouldn't surprise me, that right there is it, JT. There's never, there's not many things that get past us when it comes to going, right, oh, what else could we do? But uh, that one there, that's uh, that's pretty clever stuff, though, JT. I still wasn't sure how he actually got, I got how he got the cooking bit going. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure how he got the levitation bit. Uh, so well, it's, it's interesting you ask. I actually use this to... thing called the coander effect, uh, and I'll explain it on another episode, but uh, that's essentially a premise. Okay, good. And it was an air jet that uh, actually levitates it. So it was air that was levitating, not magnets or anything like that. So there you go. That was that. And, uh, Donnie, on that back of that, we go straight to you because, uh, well, we are flying through this segment, and it's time for Donnie's Pick. Donnie's pick of the week. 
Oh, JT. Now, I've, first of all, we've just got to back up because one of our listeners, he just, he picked it and he did, he's a bit clever. He said, how about 12 months for a mil? You know, when we're talking about those fellas that copped a bit of jail time? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that, it's a fair question though, isn't it? Yeah, like, correct. It is anyway, a very fair question. But what about this, JT? What about if I said to you, tonight is as good a night to celebrate being legless? And the reason I want to celebrate JT is because during the week, the great man, yeah. The great man, Bert Newton, oh, joined Bertie. the illustrious club of legless legends <laughs> and he had it whopped off. And it was a bloody good decision because he had a bit of an infection in the foot and he said, no, the doc said, mate, if you don't piss that off, you're screwed. Mm. And so he took the smart advice. He looked around and said, well, Paddy's not putting out that much, but you know, <laughs> I really want to see the grandkids grow up. So I'll take the leg. I'll hang around. This will be awesome. Mm-hmm. So Bert's joined the club and good on him. Good on you, Bert. And this, yeah, well done, Bert. Welcome, mate. It's going to be okay. Uh, you'll have a few shit days, but most of them will be pretty good. But JT, I want to I want to share with you a few other legends of the Amputee Association. The, it's a small sort of world, and we've re- done a bit of recruiting over the years. Um, Def Leppard, JT, you know that band? Yeah, yeah, Def Leppard. Yep. Heavy, yes. Well, their drummer Rick Allen, 1984, bit of a mad ass, was racing his Corvette through Sheffield in England, mm-hmm. lost control, hit a curve, smashed Uh-oh. brick wall. Bloody nearly killed him, but it didn't. But what yeah. it did do is it stuffed him up and he had an arm amputated. So uh, that's not good. That's not good. No, but he still bloody played on. He, he's a legend playing on. How about Heather Mills? Now, most of us know her as uh, Paul McCartney's missus. That's it. Uh, the, former. Yep. Former. Former. Yeah, yeah, yeah Gordon Neal. Uh, British media personality. She lost her leg below half. Uh, she also went and danced in the stars and stuff too. Mm-hmm. And she had a motorcycle accident in 1993. Bloody motorbikes. Nothing good and, seems uh, to happen with motorbikes. Oh, no, shit. Like, especially as a police motorbike too. So anyway, <laughs> um, that's Gordon. Uh, JT, Ted Kennedy Jr., Yep. That's another one. Yeah. He well, lost uh, – he actually had a bit of the old uh, osteosarcoma. Sarcoma, and that is a, uh, a really shit thing because it's a bone cancer and really your best chance of survival, as we found out from our good friend Kelly Cartwright um, in the early episodes when we interviewed her because mm. she had something similar, mm, um, right. is to whop your leg off because the chemos don't fix that. They really don't, uh, don't beat that cancer. So amputation's the best bet. So Ted yep. Kennedy Jr. was one of them. Now, this one's a ripper. Uh, Bethany Hamilton. Now, Bethany, we know if you've been into uh, into surfing, she has the real story, JT. I've had, you know, plenty of bullshit yarns when I said, yeah, a shark's got it. But when, when Stephanie was, excuse me, 13, a shark actually bloody got her, got her arm and uh, left arm, wooshka, gone. And what I really love about it is that she's a fighter, mate. Bloody got through the shock of the shit and, uh, and lost over 60% of her blood and, uh, and come good, though, come good. And they made a movie about her, the soul surfer, ripping chick, great energy, awesome. And now, mate. Donnie, before you go on, I've been saying for weeks, sharks keep biting people, and everyone goes, nah, 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 nah. I, what more proof yeah. do you need right there? I rest my case. I might, <laughs> I might have just dispelled your myth, JT. Yeah, well, I can't break that one because it actually happened to her. So, right, I've got one more for you, JT. And if you're watching at home, you'll see someone looks like they're hiding in a sort of a rock cave. Get this, it was Aaron Ralston. And there was also a movie made about him, and it was bloody, it was big time when it happened. He was rock climbing, got trapped under a boulder oh, in the middle him. of the Utah. Yeah, he had to yeah, cut it, it off himself or something, didn't he? Yeah. Whooped it off himself, JT. Yeah, yeah. 
Oof. Oh, mate, how about that? Can you imagine going, well, this has got to come off because I'm not getting out otherwise. There's no one about. I'm on mm. me Pat Malone. Mm. Like, that's bloody incredible, don't you reckon? Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a lot. No, <laughs> just wouldn't do it. Oh, you wouldn't, well, but then again, you, die, well, that's the choice. Like, that you, you say you wouldn't do it, but you're right. That, that was basically what the choice you faced, wasn't it? So you probably well, would. Well, Bert, Aron, buddy, if you're a life and death situation, JT, you do weird shit to get you through. And uh, and chopping bits off is uh, is what they've done. So hats off to Bert. He, uh, you know, he's a trooper and we really look forward to, um, you know, seeing his progress because when you make a, a statement and it's public and you live your life in front of the media, you know, people pay attention. So we certainly wish him well as much as we take the piss. Um, you know, what's gone is gone. It's not going back. So we do hope and wish him well. Uh, absolutely. Uh, well, good luck to Bert and, uh, and Patty. What an amazing support that she's uh, still stuck by him and, and been out there facing the media and taking it yeah. on. So good on you yeah. uh, to and, Bert and Patty. Now, um, hey, JT, I might have just said something during that. I feel, uh, I feel like amazing. you might have just dropped a word because I've seen a few comments just coming <laughs> up on our, our feed and the names are going straight into the wheel as we speak, Donna. Are so they? Have you been putting them in the big they, spinning they wheel, in JT? the spinning wheel to win a $100, $100 tradie.com voucher. So uh, oh, it's as simple as just typing in that little code right. word and, and happy days. There's some good units on there today too. too. Some good names, some very good names. Donnie, each week we try and have a bit of a discussion and I thought what we would raise at this stage is this bloody mouse plague, Don. Things seem to be getting a little bit out of control. Mate, we've got a lot of listeners up the bush and Mm. New South Wales in particular Mm. have been belted by a mouse plague and what is is making it really tough, JT, and and when we're talking, that's not the... That's not the mouse plague, that's the the rescue. (laughs) That was the cure. That's going to sort this shit out when it wakes up that cat. Um, Yeah, so JT, the, um, the mouse plague is honestly, it's a... It's devastation. There's no other, like, seriously, paddocks are moving and and farmers, just in case they haven't done it hard enough, mm-hmm. now they've got to come up with cash to buy these bloody poisons to try and get rid of them because there's no real other way to do it apart from when nature kicks in and finally delivers them a frost or a, a shitload of water to drown them because that's as harsh as it is. That's the only real ways short of poisoning them. So mm. we certainly hope that's the case. But I, what I... I like to think, JT, is that when anyone in a position of power sees that, Mm. they understand that through no fault of the farmers that they're in a situation and they need a bit of help. And would you believe that politicians are not, are not pulling their weight, JT. They're not. They're not giving the the cash that's needed to be able to help these farmers. Like, and when if anyone's watching, they'll be able to see the millions of mice. And you know, when we talk about plague proportions, it is seriously. Unbel- it's actually hard to describe, JT. You pick up a piece of tin, and all of a sudden, there's just a million bloody mice there. It's it's staggering footage. Uh, if you haven't seen it on the news or you can, you're watching it now, it is absolutely incredible. And uh, well, the good news is, Don, is that the New South Wales government just came out literally a couple of days ago and have announced a $50 million support package to regions impacted um, by the plague. But uh, I think there's a lot of people saying it's it's just too late. Uh, you know, they should have got onto this months ago and we would have, it wouldn't be anywhere near as bad as it is right now. But at least there's some help on the way, Donnie, which I guess is uh, is a good start. Yeah, and seriously, but it takes for – we don't look at signs, JT. We don't look at warning signs and say, actually, just let's predict the future in three months or, or, you know, a month's time. Mm. This is going to be a real problem. Mm. We wait for it to be – 
we wait for that real problem to present. And then there's all this extra bloody work that's got to be done. We need someone with a bit of kahunas to come out and go, this is bullshit. Like, I'll tell you how the farmers could have sorted this out, mate, is round up a truckload of them, take them down to bloody Parliament House and watch them all shit themselves <laughs> yeah, then right. with a few mice running around, mate. Oh, it would be sorted out in be, a heartbeat. There'd be money flying around left, right and centre to get that fixed. Uh, you're exactly right. But, uh, you know, they don't see it. Doesn't be, it's not their issue and until someone makes it real. And I'm just glad now that it's finally someone's got given it the attention it deserves this some money on its way but money still doesn't fix it obviously there's a lot of hard work that's still going to have to go and there's been a lot of devastation in terms of property and crops and health etc so uh yep good news uh help is on the way guys hang in there and uh unfortunately uh, i don't know if there's much we can do in the city other than put polit- uh, pressure on the useless politicians to do a bit more for you what do you guys now don Yes, mate. What do you got? Well, we've been giving people some good health advice. We've had uh, the lovely Nat Nissen joining us live. Um, we've got a, a yes. pre-recording for tonight's show. Uh, Nat will be back with us live next week. But I want uh, you guys to get a, a pen and paper handy. She's got a little challenge for you. Um, and a heads up, it um, goes for a few minutes, but uh, it's a worthy challenge. And uh, keep listening. Okay. You'll get some tips. And after that, Donnie, it's, we are flying home. We've got my pick hero of the week tips from the money whisperer we've got some great clips from tiktok some life hacks a new kind of style for the dad joke something new whoa, a kraken media whoa, watch kraken media watch clip uh some good stuff are down under and you've got a fantastic final thing today so plenty coming up uh, but for now enjoy this uh take three or four minutes and just focus on your own health uh and we'll cross over now to to now A big hello to all the Giddy Up viewers and listeners. This is Nat Nissen, the health and wellness expert, and I'm so sorry I can't make it live tonight, but I really wanted to still send you a message about health and something that you can do to really improve your health or any area of your life at the moment can do it really, really quickly and just become super self-aware of some of your behaviours and habits. Now, what I'd like you to do is get a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle, And pop on one side negotiables and pop on the other side non-negotiables. Now, Tony Robbins speaks about this in terms of shoulds and musts. I speak about it in terms of negotiables, non-negotiables, standards, etc. So what we want to do is have a look at what are the non-negotiables you have in the area of health. What do you do every single day that's or every week that's a non-negotiable for you that takes you further towards your health and a positive outcome for your health. What do you do that you could be better at, that you know you should do but don't, that you know would help you but you haven't, that you do negotiate on? So if we speak to someone who's really smashing it in the health area, for example, they'll often have very definitive language. They'll say, I absolutely must drink this much water a day. I have to get this many vegetables in a day. I have to make sure that I have three green juices a week. I have to make sure that I move at least four times a week. These will be non-negotiables for them. On the other side, we might have someone who wavers a little bit, depending on the weather, depending on stress, depending on workload, depending on what's happening in their life. And they'll say, I know that I should be doing this, but I I wasn't able to get to the markets. It's not that easy to get to the markets to get the fruit and veg I want. So I don't always get my veg in. Or I know I should be drinking more water, but 
I just forget to get up and go to the water cooler at lunchtime. There'll be all sorts of reasons or excuses when something is negotiable as compared to when something is non-negotiable. And when you have a list of these, you can actually have a look at why you're having some of those behaviours or creating some of those habits in your life because you've got some of those really important action steps as negotiables instead of non-negotiables. So the first step is just to become really self-aware of what your behaviours are, what your habits are, what's a negotiable and what is a non-negotiable for you in the area of health. Now, don't forget you've already got them because we make our bed in the morning. Some people will say, I'm not leaving the house without a made bed. Some people will say, I don't care how tired I am. I'm brushing my teeth before bed. Some will say, there's no way. Some people will say, I'm not going to bed without the dishes being done. Some will say, I don't really care. You've already got non-negotiables and negotiables in your life in every single area. So what we want to do is make sure we're having a look at where they are in the area of health. And then in future episodes, we can look at what to do about this list and how to improve it. Thanks so much for listening. Speak to you soon and see you live next week. Bye for now. Donnie. Oh, JT, my list. It, uh, oh, probably needs some work, JT. Probably needs some work. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's a good, uh, it's a good exercise to do. And uh, as Nan said, people do have their non-negotiables and a lot of that is not necessarily related to health. As you said, some people just, I am not leaving you know, the bedroom until my bed's done. Every single morning I have to do the bed before I leave. And others go, couldn't give a toss, but I'll do it when I get yeah. back or I don't even worry about it. So we've all got them. Um, but I think when you look at your health, it's a great exercise to do and see how many are actually in the column that go, you know what, I must do these versus, yeah, I probably should do that tell you what jt we get some smart people on this show don't we near mick money whisperer that's 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 about it because they've got the rest of it's us we we have to get some smart people on to lift the uh general iq some people on tiktok from time to time so uh so we look forward to uh great get work on your list we're gonna we're gonna pick more of that up on uh on the next week's um episode so uh thanks to nan always love the advice and uh where nan's got her new website coming out uh in about a week or so and her own podcast is launching very very soon so i'm sure we'll have uh some some hot updates on it guest appearance on there oh, geez, I think it's going to be a quality, it's going to, I think it's going to be a quality <laughs> podcast on so probably not but uh. <laughs> we'll go actually speaking of that JT we've uh, we've had some conversations we might be going bush for a for an OBJT, mm. an outside broadcast so uh, I've got a little bit more of an update and I can tell you the location is north of Melbourne North of Melbourne, fantastic. North of Melbourne. Funny, funny you say the words north of Melbourne, Donnie, because I, I thought you were asking me why I was so happy. And, well, I mean, we, no. don't, we don't want to t- make this show all about football, but, Donnie... It, no, let's it, not make it anything about you, footy. You can't. We can't, just skip, we can't just skim over the fact that, uh, you know, we our respective teams played on the weekend. One of our teams hadn't won a game all year and the other one, well, they've won a few. And, well, how'd you go, Donnie? How'd the Hawks go? Uh. It wasn't our, wasn't our week. I'll tell you what we did do. What we are 
JT at Hawthorne is we are a family club. Mm. And you know yourself with your family, you see your family struggling, you put your arm around them, you help them up. Oh, yeah, we yeah. saw how shit North were going. We put <laughs> our arm around them and let them have a win. Oh. Hey, buddy, beat, of all bloody teams to beat us, JT, the shittest ones of your team. Bloody uh, hell, if only that was true, Tony. If only it was true. There was a couple true. of text messages going between <laughs> that. I was actually, I had a little sly smile. Anyone who's received a message from me, I put that little happy face in there. So usually I'm feeling pretty good about myself. And I, I may have sent one to JT early and, and I fucking geez, it all went to shit from three quarters. Well, let's just say because there's children that potentially may watch this show, I'm not going to share the oh, screenshot yes. of the text that you were sending me, Don, but uh, <laughs> needless to say, the best team won on the day and uh, well, we'll just move straight oh, on to our, uh, to our next Still, segment. we didn't have a Billy's Chili's. Uh, uh, never yeah, mind. Tell me next about time, it. Next time, Jake. I've got a bottle of Uh, Donnie, it is the Hero of the Week session where we pick out some incredible heroes from across the world who have done some pretty extraordinary things. Now, Hero of the Week, of course, Donnie, we, we get you to do some extensive research. I'm very, very excited to find out who gets the illustrious uh, Giddy Up Podcast Hero of the Week award for this week. Well, JT, I, I am not going to uh, make light of this. This, in my opinion, is somebody that, I think he's a, a genuine hero, has put up with um, an incredible amount of, um, of, of obstacles <laughs> in their life and has, has just come through and continues to come through. And I, I really want to say that the hero of the week this year is, is really close to me, JT, really, really okay, close. Okay. Um, and the reason so close is because on Monday, just gone, the hero of the week is my beautiful first wife, Buff Elgin, and we celebrated our 24 years of marriage. And um, when you talk about taking a, a bit of a, a chance, JT, I proposed after knowing Buff for three months. So um, a gutsy effort. And seriously, for her to put up with me whinging when I'm sore or, buddy, you know, all these stupid ideas that I have that I'm going to go to these games or, buddy, do Kokoda or whatever, um, you know, and she's never once said, nah, bullshit, Don, you're too old, too fat, too short, too lazy, too... Ne like, she doesn't say bad words. She's very, very supportive, and I just think that uh, sometimes it's easy to look far and wide for heroes, and we're very fortunate every now and then we get to sleep with them. So, uh, mate, <laughs> that for me is my hero of the week, JT, is my beautiful first wife. There you uh, go. Very well deserved. Congratulations, guys. There's a, a great pick for your uh, 24th uh, anniversary, so well done. Uh, awesome effort, and uh, it seems like, well, it just seems like about 24 years ago, Donnie, when uh, it started all the way uh, back on the beach, mate. Have a look at that back beautiful photo. Beach, Looks like you're yes. probably trying to slip a bit of tongue in there. So not much has the probably photo, changed, Donnie. It's, uh, JT, the photo just after that was us in the back of a dibby van. We thought that was, uh, <laughs> would be a good one as well. And fortunately, we're, it was just a setup shot. So, yeah, mate, it's uh, it's been bloody a great ride and continues to be. And hopefully there's another 24 at least in there. Uh, no, awesome, mate. Well done. Congratulations to both of you. Couldn't uh, find a better couple on the planet. So awesome to see it. And uh, I'm looking forward to the book that comes out on how to make relationships work because you guys are the poster childs for it. So um, uh, well done. Very well done. Um, yeah, there will be no book about that, JT, and if there is, it won't be one the kids can read. Sure. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I shouldn't well, have, it's my JT, fault. I shouldn't have gone there, should I? Uh, well, Donnie, um, of course, everyone just hangs out for, for a couple of things on the show. One is uh, the dad joke, which, well, we've got something different tonight. They love the funny TikTok videos, but they love getting mm. some financial advice to learn how to do oh, some good stuff oh, with their money. So I love it. So do I. My favourite segment. Here we go. 
Hey guys, it's the Money Whisperer here. The federal budget was on last week, and there was a, a few things that may be of interest to people. If you have, uh, if you're self-employed, running your own business, the ability to write off your assets um, in the year that you buy them, rather than depreciate them over five to ten years, I think is a is a great idea and a good initiative by the government. It's a boon for uh, the companies that supply the goods in demand, and it also it's good for the business who can write it off and not have to reduce their taxable income in that year. So I think that's good for everyone involved and get uh, stimulate the economy. Also, there was some grants announced for the digital, digital economy for research and development and other economic uh, digital economic strategies. But that just does remind me that there are so many grants available um, federally and for state governments for self uh, for small businesses, large businesses. That if you are self-employed, it's definitely worth checking out what you might be eligible for. I think a lot of businesses leave money on the table that they could use to grow and expand their businesses. There was also some good first home buyer incentives uh, announced within the uh, federal budget last week, but I will uh, come back and talk about those next week. Cheers. Doesn't miss a beat. Oh, I tell you what, if anyone, imagine he would have been salivating at budget night. You know, like we have grand final days and uh, like the money was very, he would have waited all year. I wonder if he's got a like a favourite day of the year at budget <laughs> night. He just sits there and there with some popcorn and he's bloody smart though, the grants. That's money for jam, mate. Why wouldn't you? No, that's exactly right. Yep. I, I need to look at him as well. If anyone wants to help me out with some grants, feel free to uh, give me a buzz. Um, I'm, JT, I'm, I must admit you'll, uh, you'll see that... Uh, well, I've taken his advice because there will be a uh, well, a new set of wheels. The business needed, JT. Oh, the business yes, needed. Yes. So, um, yep. Thank you very much, stimulus and uh, government and yeah, I'm thinking, tax deduction write-offs. I'm thinking I need a new computer all of a sudden too. So, uh, there great, you great, go. great advice. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for TikTok. Oh, no, we love trying to bring you a couple of funny clips from uh, around the world on the uh, the fabulous fabulous platform called TikTok, where you can literally just waste hours of your life, and I tend to hours, do it every week. JT, days, I'd say, days on that bloody it's thing. I'd tune in to watch one, and I'm addicted three hours later. Like, way too much thing? bloody time on there. So <laughs> now, of course, uh, as anyone who watches the show, if you're regular, you know that I love animals, and uh, so I have to say that this, <laughs> really? this next clip... Um, you know, I, I'm not necessarily condoning this behaviour. Oh, I'm looking forward to this, JT. This will be... Uh, just, I'm just going right. to let the clip just get close to the screen if you're watching. Uh, this is definitely a visual. Apologies if you're listening on the podcast, but it's a quick one. So here you go. Right. Dreaming about the time Dad nearly ended my life with the garden hose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, JT. That is oh, just that, one of my favourites. You're going to have to explain that. Well, thing. you just got to watch it again. It's, it's, uh, whoops, yeah. uh, it's, you've just got to see it again. Just watch the cat in the window, guys. Uh, if uh, you are listening, we've just got a guy who's got a hose up to the window and he squirts it at the cat. He's got a glass pane, but the way it just jumps backwards is uh, absolutely it's got gold. Reverse. It's gold. It's better than my rig, mate. It's very good. Very good. In uh, we like that one. Now, of course, we do see some really fantastic, warm, fuzzy stuff on, on the internet, and I love this one. It gave me. Um, you gave me the warms uh, um, when you see just some people go out of their way to um, to help others. So I'm just going to hopefully I've got this here. Um, we've had lots of no one of these. I might have oh, not that one either. Not one of these ones. No, I've got it somewhere. Um, oh, no, I haven't got it. Haven't Jeez, got it I love it when 
I love it when you're in I've had nothing but I seriously had nothing I've had nothing but trouble on videos all night tonight I don't know why I don't know what I've done to upset the video gods uh, at all but I just can't find it I'm going to try one more time and uh, we might try and get buddy Ev in on the job here we go I'll tell you what this is it here so watch this 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 is is just lovely a big puddle and this guy just backs up his truck and puts the tray down and helps the lady just cross over so she can get in the car so she doesn't have to step into the puddle. Oh, how good is what that? What a good bloke. Look at that. Yeah. That right there, that that is a ripper. And uh, I don't know where it is, JT. I'm not sure about that number plate, but what we can say is Bid Foods, JT. Bid Foods, it was their truck and clearly a drive for Bid Foods or someone who stole their truck and wanted to help. Um, <laughs> it's done a bloody good job. So shout out to Bid Foods. Good on you. Well done, guys. Now, uh, for people that do watch this show, you know that we put a lot of effort into research. Donnie is known for his extensive research. We do have a run sheet, which vaguely sometimes <laughs> runs to plan. And, and every now and then, Don sends it to me in advance of the show, which is a bit of a treat. But I'll tell you what, when it actually says demo <laughs> in a segment, I always get a little bit nervous. Because for those who recall, last time we did a live cross to Don doing anything, he nearly burnt the house down. So, oh, that's right, Donnie... Yeah. Uh, what have you got for our good viewers tonight? Right, well, JT, a couple of things. So I told you the beautiful first wife and I, we went away for a wonderful weekend and we had a uh, a dinner out. And uh, and one of the things I like to do is mix shit up. And it's a great life hack. Well, I just created it, but it's a, a ripper and I want to pass it on. Um, and it is both before you go out for dinner, both pick a number, usually between one and, I don't know, 50, I suppose, and uh, add your numbers together. And then that number there becomes a menu item and you have to pick that number off the menu and eat it and and it's bloody good fun you don't know what you're gonna get but it's good fun it's a nice little life hack to make your dinner a bit more interesting as well but this is the big one i've got for you jt now it is a uh it is you know when you buy bags of chips and shit like that like i'm talking big bags jt not those little pussy things i'm talking about big white bags of you know oh, chips commercial go in the oven commercial quality content yeah, not the sort of stuff that nant buys right <laughs> so you know and typically what we do jt is we chop the corner off them yep. and then we Pour the and then after that you know we we're forced to eat a shitload, and we don't usually want to eat them all, so we've got to put them back. We try and work out how we can put them back without the uh, the packet, buddy, going to shit and losing our chips. JT, watch this. So right now, I've gone from I've come inside yes. about Don's I don't know just about cutting the bag here, an, an inch inside one side, and then I go to the other corner and I get that side there, and I I choppity chop chop chop. I take that down as well, so it's looking a bit like a bloody handbag. Yeah, it looks like it? a carry bag. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yep. So it now looks like carry back, JT. This is the really cool bit. After you got your chips out of there, which is but, easy now, but, you just tie this up. But isn't it harder JT, to pour them now? Because you, normally you'd pour them out the corner, and now you've just got this big no, hole in the middle. pouring them, JT. I've just tied that in a knot. Look at that. Bang. They go back in the freezer. Bob's your uncle, and no chips falling out next time you grab the bag out the freezer. If you don't mind, JT, that is sensational. Thanks mm. for agreeing. Look at that. Um, Bloody great. All just chopping the guts out of the bag, JT. Uh, 
think we're experiencing Mate, technical handles. difficulties. Um, oh. Just any. And I've had these chips out for too long. <laughs> yeah, they're stuffed. So throw, <laughs> throw them in the bin. No, but how good is that? I just feel like none fell out, JT. You can't do that if you're chopping corners. So here's a life hack, kids. Get yourself some chips and chop it down the guts. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know. Every now and then they're life changing yeah, donors. Just, just, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, just not sure. You got about a dad that. joke for us? What oh, do you got? Oh, geez, have I? Oh. Dad joke of the week. Ah, well, you know what? I thought stuff it, Donnie, because it is very hard to keep coming up with jokes every week because we've been going a while now. We're in our third season, 10th yeah. episode, and uh, you oh, know, good jokes are hard, kids about that. hard to come by. And uh, so I just thought, you know what? Um, why don't we do something a little bit different for this one? So thanks to our fantastic friends at, well, Yarra Valley Big Cat. Big company! Oh, um, they have got, if I can get it, they are going to give away yeah. a gift pack here, three mystery bottles... Uh, of the uh, Yarra Valley Big Cat beer and a bonus bottle opener. And you go, wow, how do we get... They're giving that to us. They're giving this away for a prize for this particular segment right now. That's how they come to the party, Don. They go, you know what? We're in it. We want to give these listeners something. So we're going to do a little Who Am I? Yeah, the old Who Am I trivia night. So I'm going to give you a little bit of information. The first person that guesses this correctly wins that prize back. It is that simple. JT, I've got a footy club trivia night coming up, and I don't know that it's going to be as hard as to answer as these ones that you're mm, about to come up with. I'm available for that, by the way. Um, Are you excellent? Oh, actually, why don't we put a giddy up? We should put a giddy up table, table at the pub. I'm there. Oh, right, I'm, I'll get the date. I'll I'm definitely there. So page. look out for that one. Um, oh, that's be awesome. All right. So first person in. Now the only rule I'm going to do to be fair is you can only have one guess. So don't have a second guess. Oh, so don't go early. Don't go early. And uh, oh, humans, you've heard it. I'm going to have to be a little bit of code because I know people can type stuff in the internet very quickly. So I'm going to skip over a few bits. But the first clue here for you, this person was born in 1975 in the UK. Mm, oh, in the UK. Their parents are Australian. Raised in Perth. Oh, and was educated at the Christchurch Grammar School. Started learning to play the piano at age eight and started writing music with his brother, who was a guitarist. He graduated from the University of Western Australia. He describes his act as a funny cabaret show. He released a CD title that I'm not going to tell you because it might give it away. But in 2006, <laughs> he was nominated for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival's top prize. Oh, there's some names coming in some now. Names I remember, you can only go in. one. JT. Neil Finn, we've had one. Delta Goodrum, we've had in. Did you say he? In was 2000, nominated? I did say he. Uh, oh, in 2009, <laughs> one of cool. his beat poems, Storm, was made into a short animated movie. He's made appearances on Australian TV shows, and in 2011 he made his American television debut on Conan. He's appeared in various stage productions. He played the role of Tom in the contemporary family drama Two Fists and One Heart. In his performances, he typically goes barefoot with wild hair and heavy eye makeup. Oh, I reckon I've got a He's JT. an Australian British comedian, actor, comedian, 
and musician, and his first name begins with T. Yeah, I reckon I've got. And, and we have ourselves the- a winner. Congratulations to Ned. Looks like the first one who has got it. The answer is Tim Minchin. So there he is. There he is. Congratulations, Nance. You are the winner of a, uh, a mystery pack from the Yarra Valley a Big Cat Beer Company. So, uh, yeah, Tim Mitchin. So we'll, uh, we might do that again next week. We'll talk to our big friends, Mick, and see if we can uh, get a regular prize going for the Who Am I's. What do you reckon? I reckon we probably, instead of doing it again next week, I reckon we should change the person, JT. I think they'll get it earlier. Yeah, good point. I'll, I'll come up with a different one for, the, for, uh, for next week. Fantastic. There we go. Congratulations. And uh, <laughs> look at Nat. She's, she, she, she's up and about yeah, now. Look out. Look, get around me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's well, it. I'll I'll tell you what, next year we right. drink your own bathwater. We <laughs> might, I'll tell you what, JT, I'm, I'm sensing a big night at Trivia <laughs> at the Tingley uh, Old Boys. Could be a so big night. Look, be... look out. Oh, Right. Uh, now, Don, um, <laughs> we know that um, we know that uh, we've all had moments when, let's face it, our job just shits us. Oh. Now, now, most of us just go, you know what? I've got to suck it up. It's got to pay the bills. I've just got to swallow it. I'll just, I'll vent when I get home. I'll have a crack at, you know, I'll say something to a partner. Or I'll go and let off some steam Kick at the, the gym. Or, or I'd never hurt an animal. But, um, but yeah, I'd have a drink. No, I'd, you know, you know, I'd do something. It'll just blow off some steam. But uh, so what I love about this clip is when you just go, you know what? Stuff it. Uh, I'm on live TV and I'm not happy about the situation. I'm just going to let everyone know. David Watson's been monitoring traffic, but first we go to Ryan Marshall, who's out monitoring the snowfall. Ryan, what's it look like out there? Yeah, uh, it looks like snow, just like I predicted in my forecast from the studio. I'm not sure why I'm out here literally looking around. It looks like snow. You could just take a video of it snowing and show that. Why do I have to be here to describe snowfall? It's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Seems like the cold has gotten you in an icy mood yourself, Ryan. Okay, you know what, Shannon? I am in an icy mood, okay? Nice fun, by the way. All right, I was just standing out here for 20 minutes waiting for you guys to throw to me, and I was just oh, doing some thinking. I spent $120,000 on a degree and four years in college to come out here and look around and describe what I see. I literally learned that in kindergarten, I spy. It makes zero sense. Also, you know what else I was thinking while we're at it? When it's like a nice day or sunny, you never send me out to the lake or to the pool for a live shot, but oh, when there's a hurricane or snowing or a blizzard or a flood, send me out there. I'll cover it perfect. That goes on for another couple of minutes. If you want to watch it, we'll put the link on our Facebook page. Uh, Absolute cracker. I love how the uh, producer didn't pull it. Like they've just kept going. That is bloody awesome. They they kept going and he, he, he just funny. kept ram- ramping it up. Did he so. at the end? Did he say and shove your job or did no? He, um, no, uh, he didn't. But uh, I'm wondering. Uh, I don't know if he was back the next day. Put it that way. So. They may have released him from the pressure of the yeah, cold. He may have uh, called so. him sick the next day. I reckon. Um, now look, we have <laughs> our bit of fun on the show. We give you lots of stuff. We hopefully give you a bit of a laugh, a bit of funny stuff, mm. a bit of science stuff, a bit of geeky stuff etc but you know what 
the best bit for everyone, Donny, is they say it's – I just love the way the show ends because Donny gives us this final fling, that final thought to go out with, and that's now your time. Uh, JT, the opportunity is arising. The gigs are coming back. There's quite a few things happening and being booked as a motivational speaker is honestly the best gig on the planet. I love it and it's a, yeah, a real privilege when I get a chance to go and do that. Uh, I often say it's rubbish if you're waiting for me to be your motivation because motivation, make no mistakes, is personal. But it's easy to say that and so I figure, well, let's break that down so that people can can own their own motivation. And JT, I thought I'd start by some very simple steps and it is exact advice that I have for people. Start with very small bite-sized bits. So it doesn't matter what you want to do, just start small. So don't have the end goal as your main focus every day because it's bloody unattainable. But a small bit, so if you want to go to the gym, for example, get your shoes ready and the key is just to get up, get out of bed. After you're out of bed and you change, then you're one step closer to getting to the gym. And so then you can move towards that. So very small steps to get started, JT. The other thing about it is people think that motivation is going to get movement. That's bullshit. It's the movement that creates the motivation. When you start having those little bits of victory along the way, they fuel you and you, you start feeling good about yourself and, and wanting to do more. And you'll know, you'll know when you've, uh, if you've been on a bit of a mission to lose a bit of weight and somebody said to you, geez, you're looking good. And you, you hear that and it fuels you. So my advice is just to get started. And the other thing is don't leave it to chance, JT. The people that are, are fed income and winning in life that are truly motivated to make a change, they they don't leave it a chance. They set a schedule and they stick to the bloody thing. And they, no matter what, if that alarm goes off, they use that and they get out of bed and they go. And anyone who's training for a big event will say that they have a set time that they go to the gym, whether it's before work, after work. And I talk about going to the gym. It's not about how um, necessarily being fit. It's about if you've got the same goals to to do some study, doesn't matter what it is. But my advice is to get started and and to remind yourself that all these little acts, daily acts, add up. And when you put them all together, that's when you get great outcomes. So, JT, there it is. The final fling for tonight is just to get moving. Love it, Donnie. Always fantastic advice. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We've gone a little bit over our, our – well, we tried to get it within an hour. We've gone a little bit over. We're getting better. We are actually getting a little bit better, yeah. and we'll just keep trimming and working it. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, remember, we actually have a website, giddyuppodcast.com.au. You can see all our episodes. You can subscribe to all our different channels on on YouTube, on uh, Spotify, on iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, as they now call it. Uh, we love it. Make sure you leave some comments reviews etc and we will see you all going well donny next week are we on next week yeah bloody oath jt let's do it let's do it again next week <laughs> fantastic so big shout out to our listeners that popped in tonight there was brioni there was book there was eggy there was rompo it was bloody awesome so good stuff great to see you thanks absolutely Ed, love your work thanks guys and uh let us know when that trivia night is donny we might have that kitty up podcast table yes we will jt you know what we'll say giddy up